Now over the summer we're going to hear some of the stories, the parables of Jesus. But we're also going to take some time with Paul, one of the great followers of Jesus. Someone who came to know Jesus after the earthly life of Jesus. After the resurrection when Jesus could no longer be seen but his presence could be felt. And Paul certainly met him dramatically on that road to Damascus. There on the road he was determined to go and destroy this new Christian movement. He saw it as a threat to his own faith and to his own nation. But up on that road he met in some amazing way Jesus. He had this vision and Jesus was saying, why are you persecuting me? And from that point Paul came to learn about this loving, suffering God that Jesus shows us. And later in his life he wrote this letter to the church in Rome. He wanted to introduce himself, it was a church he had never been to, never visited, but he wanted to give a summary of how he understood the impact of Jesus, not only on his life but on the, the world as a whole. And in chapter 7 he talks very honestly about the struggles in his own life and how he went the wrong way. And how God rescued him. God in Jesus rescued him from a, a life that was going wrong, that was messed up, and brought him back to that love of God that Jesus shows us. Paul eventually did end up in Rome, and he, together with Peter, uh, gave their lives as they uh, remained faithful to their, to their Lord in the face of huge persecution from a mad emperor, Emperor Nero. Yet it's Paul and Peter whose names are remembered and honoured to this day by millions of Christians across the world, not that mad emperor. Nero. Paul's journey had hard times, but he had discovered that the love of God was stronger than all else. And so after chapter 7, where he talks about the struggle and the mess in his life, in chapter 8 he talks about how God rescues us through Jesus and through the gift of the Spirit. And Angus is going to read this to us now from Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, verses 1 to 8. With the arrival of Jesus, the Messiah, that fateful dilemma is resolved. Those who enter into Christ's being here for us no longer have to live under a continuous, low-lying black cloud. A new power is in operation. The spirit of life in Christ, like a strong wind, has magnificently cleared the air, freeing you from a fated lifetime of brutal tyranny at the hands of sin and death. 
God went for the jugular when he sent his own son. He didn't deal with the problem as something remote and unimportant. In his son, Jesus, he personally took on the human condition, entered the disordered mess of struggling humanity in order to set it right once and for all. The law code, weakened as it always was by fractured human nature, could never have done that. The law always ended up being used as a band-aid on sin, instead of a deep healing of it. And now, what the law code asked for, but we couldn't deliver, is accomplished as we, instead of redoubling our own efforts, simply embrace what the Spirit is doing of us. Those who think they can do it on their own end up obsessed with measuring their own moral muscle, but never get around to exercising it in real life. Those who trust God's action in them find that God's Spirit is in them, living and breathing God. Obsession with self in these matters is a dead end. Attention to God leads us out into the open, into a spacious, free life. 